people. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Slow Love Podcast. That is Success Lives on Elevation. I am Kendra. And Ramon. And as we have with previous shows, we always start off with a powerful motivational quote. It starts by saying, every closed eye is not sleeping and every open eye is not seeing. So you got one eye? No, what it's saying is, Everybody who seems like they asleep really ain't sleep. Really ain't sleep. And everybody who seems like they're open or awake mm. or woke nowadays, they ain't always woke. I sound like they're talking about somebody specific. It's an African proverb. Um, <laughs> no, Maybe they one. were back then. That's a good. That's a good one. It is. It is. So, today we are going to talk about the ways to pay down or pay off your debt. These are some of the ways that we have used to pay off our own personal debts, um, both individually and collectively. And we thought this would be a great show to start off 2022 um, because we know a lot of people are becoming more cognizant about spending and what's important to them especially after you know late 19 20 and 21 people are figuring out that you know cash is no longer king (laughs) Mm -hmm. your credit is everything it it basically determines your ability to live and to live more abundantly which we were promised by god amen hallelujah Praise Jesus. (laughs) Um, But again, we're going to go into the five ways to pay down and off debt. And we want to say that we are not any like credit repair people or, you know, we are not accountants. These are just things that we've used personally um, to pay down our debt. And remember, if you go back to our last podcast, we did one called Good Debt versus Bad Debt. Yeah, so, that was one from 2021. Right. What we specifically talking about is ways to pay down bad debt to position you to buy your first property, which is good debt, your first income property. All right. So let's go. Check All right. I'm going to start the list backwards. I'm going to start with a home equity loan. So a home equity loan, like she said, if you have equity in your house, that is a good Good tool to use because it's a lower interest, like lower than any other kind of uh, loans. You know, right now, I think you can get a home equity loan for around 4%. And you can stretch it out to 30 years if you have a house. And I believe if you have more than a house, like uh, two to four units, I believe you can go up to 20 years. So depending on how much you want to borrow, uh, you, that's a good tool to use to pay off your debt. So if you need 20000 and you have that amount in your uh, your house as far as equity um, versus the loan to value, um, that's a, a good tool to use. Now, it'll be as a second lien on your house, but you can use that to pay off all your credit cards, cars, whatever, and essentially be debt-free because that amount you're paying, you're now paying it with your mortgage, Right. Right. So, I mean, that that's a great tool to use, again, to pay off your debt. And if you have, I mean, let's just give like one example. Okay. So, 
we know some people who had debt. Oh, you're getting ahead. That's already. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you're, you're getting ahead. That's what was. All right, all right. Um, so that's one resource for people again that have a current mortgage or living on site of their property. Um, you could use your four hundred one k. Four hundred one k. Now, we did this. Yes, we did. We didn't use it to pay off debt though, but. You can use your 401k to pay off debt, right? So, for a lot of people who got these jobs, you know, a lot of your uh, a lot of these companies offer 401ks. You know, may not be the same brokerage uh, with the same uh, rules or the same terms. Same terms, but uh, mostly you can borrow from it. And so, when you borrow from your 401k, you have to pay it back, but you're paying yourself back, and it's usually um, a low interest rate. But you're paying yourself back with interest. So if you owe twenty thousand in credit card debt, you can borrow from your four hundred one k, pay that off, and now you're paying it back to yourself through your job um, over however many years to yourself. And, and all your all your credit card debt is paid off. So that's a good tool to use. We used our four hundred one k to buy our first property. So there's a lot of people who had their 401k, um, but may not have access to a lot of money and their savings or whatnot. And they feel like, oh man, I can't buy no house. I can't buy no property. I don't have the money. But you don't realize you can use your 401k to do that. Um, they have some, most of the 401ks have home loans. And so whatever you borrow, they, they give you up to like 10 years to pay that back. Right. And they also may not charge you as much for penalties if you use. Well, your... they don't charge no penalties. You're taking out as a home loan. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. If you're taking it out for a home loan. Um, so you definitely want to check with your brokerage who um, manages your 401k Roth RIA, RIA accounts um, to see what their terms are as far as borrowing against your 401k it's just like borrowing money from yourself and then you pay yourself back with interest, as Ramon said. How often do you get to do that? Never. And I'm telling you, <laughs> you'd be surprised how much you have in your 401k and you feel like, oh, man, that's not that much. You'd be surprised what you can get. Like you said, you can use that, pull that money out and they'll stretch your payments over up to 10 years. And now you can use that as a down payment to get your first property. And that's how we got started. Right. It sure is. Okay. And then apply for a 0% interest credit card. And what we mean by this is, let's say you have a credit card with um, a pretty good credit limit. Your debt is about $5,000. Let's just say the debt is about $5,000 on that card. But not only do you have that one card, but you have several other cards that you're mm-hmm. paying minimum payments on here and there to try to minimize the debt that you have and it's not working mm-hmm. because you're paying depending on the type of credit card you have i mean you could be paying as high as 24 percent interest um so my suggestion is to apply for a credit card with zero percent interest but before you apply for this card you have to have a change of mindset because you can't apply well i don't want to say you can't but you don't want to apply for a zero percent interest credit card with a high credit limit with the intention oh i can i'm gonna make it rain you know with this with this credit card no you 
transfer that debt from the other cards. And through a balance transfer. And through a balance transfer. And didn't we do that with card debt too? Why do I feel like we did that? So, yeah. So, one example we did, we we both had credit card debt. Uh, We both had car loans um, and some other little stuff. So, what we did was, um, at the time, we got the offers Mm -hmm. for uh, balance transfer 0%. For one was 18 months and the other one was 24. So, you have different credit cards like City, um, I think City, yeah, some City City cards, Discover, Capital One. So, sometimes... American Express. American Express. They'll email you these offers for balance transfers. Now, if you got a bunch of credit cards and balances, that's a good tool to take um, advantage of because now, instead of you paying your minimum payment or whatever you're paying on the credit cards, and only a fraction of it is going to the principal and the other is going to the interest, at 0%, anything you pay goes all to that balance. So if you got 10000 spread over, let's say, seven credit cards, you can do a balance transfer and put all of those on one credit card, make one payment, and everything you pay goes directly to that balance to for, to help you to pay it off sooner. So, um, yeah, we did that a couple of times. Yeah, we did. And each time we, you know, we learned from our mistakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but we were able to do it with our car, too, I think. Because no, we, we didn't owe very much. Oh, we talking about ref- no, we refinanced our cars. No, that was years ago. Okay. But we transferred... Oh no no that was that was one of the other the, one, one of the, the other one. options. Okay, I'm getting ahead, y'all. Getting I'm ahead. sorry, because um, this to me was exciting how we did it. Like we thought we was being like real strategic. Hey, you know what? When you you gotta think of ways to you know, because sometimes you think you're in a rut, you feel like man, I don't know how to get out of this, and sometimes it just takes you either talking to the right person or just doing some research on your own. Yeah, just thinking of ways like okay, if I do this, maybe this will work. So. Yeah, because, I mean, of course, a lot of people don't know that your home can pay off your debt. You can use your labor (laughs) and your, you know, your 401k to pay off your debt and then to um, pay off credit card debt specifically, um, apply for a 0% interest card with a a higher credit limit um, so that you can transfer balances from your other cards card or cards to the new zero percent interest card and one last thing before we move on so also um a pro of you doing that is you now don't have all that credit utilization on all your credit cards it's just on one right which now frees up all that credit which will in turn increase your credit score um now how much you know it depends on your full credit but it will increase it because you've been enough paid off all those other balances. All right. So number, what is this for? Um, taking out a personal bank loan. So now this is what you were talking about. Yes. So this is, so I know a lot of people hear personal loans. They're like, well, I don't want to touch that. Like you said, it's your mindset. So mm-hmm. every one of these options, you have to have the correct mindset. Yeah. Cause you're going into it with the intention of paying your debt down significantly or paying it off so that when you come out on the other side, you're coming out better. Cause you can be, you can relapse real quick yeah. if you're not paying attention. So personal loan. So what we did, we had car loans, we had credit card debt, we had some other stuff on our credit. So what we did is we individually applied for a personal loan. So with my personal loan, 
I paid off like all my credit card debt. And at the time, I think it was around 10000 because I had credit card debt on a few credit cards paying, you know, what I can, but it just seemed like it, those balances wasn't moving. Got that personal loan, paid off all my credit card debt. Now all my credit cards show a zero balance, and I just have this separate item on my credit showing a personal loan for 10000 Kendra did the same thing, but what she did, she had a, um, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. So now I remember what you're talking about. Yeah. So when you did the balance transfer, you had a credit card that was offering you 0% interest, your right. Capital One. Right. I and had the so, personal loan. Well, hold up. Before yeah. that, okay. you used the credit card to pay off your car. Because remember, you, you were paying your interest, I think, was like 10% of your car. No, it wasn't. It was low. Well, anyway. <laughs> it was like 2%. Because I remember I re- we oh, financed yeah. it with That's the credit true. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, I said, well, if you do the 0%, all your money you pay is going to go towards that balance. Yeah. So you paid off your car using the credit card. I think it was like 3000 Yeah, it wasn't much less. So then once we did all the balance transfers, then we used a personal loan to pay off those debts that we used to pay off the other debts. So it's no, wait, like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You might have to check this out. Okay. Because, I, hold on. This is what happened. Okay, so refinance the car. The car, excuse me. And got 2% interest with a credit union. And we advise that, strongly advise that for anybody who has higher interest on a car loan. Refinance it after a certain amount of time. Work with your bank or credit union and get a lower interest rate. But anyway, moving on. Um, So we got the personal loan first. And the personal loan um, gave us more than enough money to uh, pay off the car and credit cards so we were I, I was paying one payment but i was able to transfer everything into the personal loan and then i got an offer for zero percent interest on a credit card and i transferred the personal loan which was i think at that time it was like six percent interest i think it was six percent i transferred that to the zero percent interest credit card no yes that, that is yes, that's exactly what we did. I I can tell you that's exactly what we did not do. That's exactly what we did. That I promise be. you that's what we did. Because mm-hmm. I have the payoff letter. I have the payoff letter and the credit card that we were using was the you know, was that credit card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was discovered. But I'm saying that would have made sense for us to do that because you're using the credit cards twice. No, but we didn't use it twice. We only used it once. That's what I'm saying. When we because this uh, this credit card mm-hmm. had uh, at that time, I didn't owe anything on. That was one of the cards that I didn't. I only used really one credit card. Let me tell you why that's not false. That's false. Okay. Let me tell you real quick. Okay. Because the last thing we did was a cash out refi. <clears throat> you remember that? And what did we pay off? We paid off the stu- both of those uh, those uh, personal loans. We paid off my student loan, and I think it was some little other stuff that we had. So the cash out refi was last. Mm-hmm. Before that was the the personal loan. Before that was the credit card, because you use your credit card to pay off your car at the zero percent. So you only owe three thousand something. By the time we Went to do the cash out refi. You, you was like twenty five hundred, twenty four hundred, something like that. Remember when we got to the cash out refi, we had enough equity in the in the property. 
who took that money out paid everything off. No. No, the cash out refi paid yeah, off the I'm personal you, loan. I'm, I'm telling you the truth. The cash out refi paid off the personal loan. That's what I just said. Oh, I said okay. the cash out refi paid off the <laughs> both personal loans. So, yeah, you are right. That is how it goes. Now that I think about it. But, damn, this was like. This is 2018. Like almost. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was 2018. Now you're it was 2017. No. no. We, did, we did the cash out refi a year after we bought it. It was 2018. Was it 2018? See, yeah, uh, I know these days. <laughs> oh, I know these days. It just seems like it was so long ago. Oh, like four years ago. Damn. But as y'all can I see, see, you have different ways to pay your debt off. Yeah, to do it and the way I was, I was imagining it. <laughs> and it might seem like a lot, but hey, if it works and it, and, it, and it repositions you in a better or it puts you in a better position, credit wise. Financially, you know, as far as having more money in your pocket every month, hell, why not do it? Yeah, you're using credit to pay off your money. And you're going to go out here and get two, three jobs and, and yeah. overwork the hell out yourself. That's not conducive um, to what you really want to accomplish. So, um, like you said, with the personal loans, they can be great tools if you know how to use them, right? A lot of things can be great if you know how to use it. you having the right mindset. Don't right. get that money and think, oh, I'm going to take a vacation. Mm-hmm. Right, like a lot of people did with the um, EIDL loan, PPP. Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. That was kind of it tells you where people head at. Mm-hmm. Like you know what you're supposed to use that money for. That was not for you to take a vacation, right? So people like that and that mindset like that, it'd be six months later and you'd be right back in the same position. Same position, and the funny thing was is. We were approved for more when we got the personal loan, but we only took out what we needed. Only took out what we needed. So, because I remember calling, or no, I did everything by email, and I was like, I only need this amount. And they were like, Are you sure you could yeah, use, I'm you sure. know, the remaining nah. for the nah? I'm nah, nah. playing with that. So, um, so let's recap. So the first one was what home equity loan. The home equity loan. Well, hold on, let's go to the last one, and then we'll recap. Okay, okay, so. Number five is the cash out refi and y'all. We kind of just told y'all. Yeah, we just we just told y'all. So, um, if I, I, is it okay if I take this one? Yeah, go take it. All right. So recently, I don't even want to say recently. Probably for the last year or more, somehow we got into the consulting business. It we just tripped onto it, um, <laughs> and people have been asking us how to pay off debt. It just would come up in conversation and we love it because to be honest with you, this is one conversation that a lot of black people do not have. Well, they didn't really ask us how to pay off debt. It was more of a asking this question about the property, the property. how to get a property. Right. And then we ask them questions and find out, well, hey, you know you got money in your house. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. Yeah, what I'm going to do with that money? <laughs> and then we show them or we tell them and they like, Really? Mm-hmm. I can do that? And we like, yeah. And so, yeah, give me an example of, of somebody. Okay. So, I won't say, I don't want to put anybody on blast. So, let's say you, um, your house is $200,000, right? It's worth 200000 today at this moment, whenever you're listening. <laughs> but you bought your house at 99000 right? 10 years ago. 10 years ago, and it's at a higher interest rate. Uh, let's say you got it four and, and it half. was four and a half. 
Yeah, four and I want to stick to whole numbers. So five okay. percent. We'll say five percent. So you bought it at ninety nine thousand five percent. We're not going to do any significant math here. But over the years, you've accumul accumulated a lot of credit card debt. Let's say about forty thousand in credit card debt. You have car payments. Um, you have other, you know, um, monthly payments of, you know, um, loans or you know what have you. In addition to your mortgage, and your debt ends up being around how much, Ramon? So you say you, you it's worth two hundred thousand. You bought it for ninety nine. Five percent interest. Five percent interest. So they probably you probably be paying what about after everything? What maybe a thousand a month? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah, we'll say with um, I, it, depending on the type of loan you have, insurance and stuff like that. So your mortgage is twelve hundred dollars a month. You and your spouse or companion or whomever you make a pretty good amount per month but most of your income is paying off your debt so you are house poor for some reason this house is totally inexpensive but because you have allowed you know you've lived life and you know people tumble and make some make mistakes you are paying off more credit card debt than your mortgage is actually um then you're actually paying for your mortgage. And then you have, you know, expensive vehicles that you're paying for. And then you have, you know, you live life and you have other bills. So you're head over heels in debt. Um, Ramon, what was your suggestion to somebody like this? Well, um, going to your example real quick, right? So if a person has $200,000 that their house is worth, you bought it for $99,000 10 years ago. 5% interest, like you said, let's just go with the number, 1200 a month is what you're paying for prop, uh, for principal interest, taxes, and insurance. Okay, well now you only owe, let's just say, uh, the 10 year, let's say you owe 60000 Alright, so now you owe 60000 but your house is, house is worth 200000 So, actually to go back to what you said, you're, you're, you, you're asset heavy, you're asset rich, Mm-hmm. Right, because you got equity mm-hmm. in your property, mm-hmm. but you may not have much in your bank. Because, like you said, you're bringing in income, so on paper, it looks like you bring in money. Mm-hmm. But you look at that quadrant, like the rich dad, poor dad, the income is coming in, going right back out to your expenses. Right. So you don't even have that much discretionary income. So when you're talking to people and you say, "Hey, you know what? You need to be a, you know, buy your property." And it's why well, I don't have the money. I don't have the money. Whatever you say, well. How long have you been in your house? Oh, like 10 years. And then you ask me these questions, how much you owe, how much you think it's worth. And then you say, well, you know what? You got all that credit card debt. You got a couple car loans. You know, you have other things that you have that you need to pay. And let's say they owe about 60000 And they like they in deep. You know, they're like, man, I don't, it's, getting, it's getting a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do. And you say, okay, well, look, there is something you can do, and it's called a cash out refi. Right. Let's put that equity in your house to work. So if you go through a bank and you do the cash out refi, you tell them, hey, I need sixty thousand dollars. That's going to pay off all my debt. I'm going to consolidate my debt. Right. Put it all together. So your your lender approves you right after you go through the whole process. At a lower interest rate. Correct. At a lower interest rate. So now you're going from five percent that you got 10 years ago 
to the current interest rates today, which is, let's say, after a cash out refi, it's probably going to be around 3.5%. So not only are you paying less in the mortgage because of the interest rate, but you're going to be paying less in bills monthly because now you're consolidating everything and putting it into the house. So the, the lender says, okay, we'll give you 60000 You see your house is worth 200000 We'll give you 60000 You owe 60000 on the house. So we're going to put that as a new loan for 120000 80000 of equity, we're going to leave that in the house. So now you have a new loan mortgage for $120,000 spread out over 30 years at 3.5% interest rate. Now, when you tell people that, a lot of times they go over their head and they're like, huh, what? Would you, would you? And you're like, look. And then you show them what their estimated monthly mortgage is. And a lot of times it's around the same price. The same. Uh, um, if not, just literally less than $100 more. Yeah, sometimes it, uh, in one case, I think it was like $100 more than what they were already paying. So they went from paying, uh, shoot, maybe what, 3000 Three to 4000 Three to 4000 a month in bills down to. That wasn't including their household, lights, gas. Everything. Insurance, like it was just credit cards, cars, and mortgage. And they did the cash out refi, pay the cars off, pay the credit cards off, all the other loan bills, whatever. All that was wiped out. And now all they have is one payment, which they is paying through their mortgage, and they're only paying like a hundred dollars more than what they were originally paying. People don't a lot of people don't know this. Like that's that's it's crazy. It's mind blowing when you hear about it. You like, wow, I didn't even know about that. I didn't understand that. And it takes so much stress off of you. You know, we try to tell people this and we show them how to do it because they just don't know. And yeah, cash out refi is a man, it's a game changer. It really is. It really is. And whatever monies too that you were paying before the cash out refi, my advice is to take that money and invest it into something, whether it be the stock market or, um, you know, whatever you decide, you want to put more money in your 401k or you want to save and let your money sit there. Or you want to, what's some other suggestions so that they could make more Buy money? a property, save yeah. to buy a property. Yeah, save to buy a property. But I think you would be, it would be more conducive to do, just figure out something to do constructive with that, with that money that you were using to pay those other bills before you did the cash out refi. That's my advice. You do what you want. We are not credit advisors. We are not debt, um, any sort of debt business or anything like that. And these are experience, things that we've experienced. So, I mean, you can, if the advice helps you, great. If not, it helped us. Trust All me. All right. So, all right, let's recap real quick. All right. So, we have the home equity loan. We uh, have 401k used uh, to pay off your debt. And then we have apply for a 0% interest credit card. We have a personal bank loan and cash out refi. That's five ways. Five ways to pay off your debt. Yes. 2022, there's no excuse. Yes, yes. All right. All right. Well, it was a pleasure to um, speak to everyone today for us. We are so grateful that you have tuned in to the Slow Wells podcast. Yeah. And we're going to end it with our motivational quote. 
by stating, uh, excuse me, it starts by saying every closed eye is not sleeping and every open eye is not seeing, which is an African proverb. And I am Kendra. And Ramon. And we are on Facebook at Slow Wealth. That's S-L-O-E-W-E-A-L-T-H. Instagram, Slow Wealth. S-L-O-E-W-E-A-L-T-H. You can email us at invest at slowwealth.com. That's invest, I-N-V-E-S-T, at S-L-O-E-W-E-A-L-T-H. We are on all podcast platforms. Am I missing anything? No. Just, just, just Google us. We yes. Slow Wealth. Success lives on elevation. I am Kendra. And we are out. Love you. All right.